Welcome back, everybody, with Encounter with God. And this morning, rather than studying the book of Acts, we're going to do something different. We're going to take a little bit of a take five, and we'll be right back with Acts tomorrow. We will. But today we've got something special. We have something extra special because we have somebody who sent in a list of questions for Question of the Day, and we're looking through the list and going, wait a minute. We're going to be on this for the next week and a half if we're going through all of these verses on Question of the Day. So we are going to do Question of the Day all day. But before we do that, we've got two things to tell you. Okay, yes. All right. The first thing is, Mm -hmm. uh, one of our listeners did text us a gratitude story. It's my brother again. (laughs) I'm so excited. He sent me a message. (laughs) Actually, he sent me a video which made me want to throw up because he sent me a picture of his uh, surgery uh, on his leg, his skin graft. Yeah, I never like medical videos. My stomach chucked. But he said that the nurses told him today that it looks so good that it might let him out of hospital today. Oh, he must be so So, happy. Two weeks in hospital. He's pretty excited to get out. So, Lots to be grateful for there. Yeah, praise the Lord for that. And you can text us anytime. Text us what you're grateful for today, 0491-064-669, and uh, we'll share it on air. And the second thing is that our quiz got snapped up. It sure did. Somebody yes, on Instagram is yes. on the ball. Our Instagrammers, they're like getting faster and faster. There's a bit of catch up. They get, they're getting ahead of the- Yeah, uh, of, the, of the live listeners, because the live listeners used to be like way ahead of the show, but now so you've got three stages here. You've got Instagram listeners, you've got live Live listeners, and you got delayed broadcast listeners. And if you want to, you, you really need to be on the live show. Yeah, you know, you really need to be the live show. or the in app. So today, uh, our quiz was snapped up by Jasmine uh, Trigenza from uh, Avondale, Avondale in Queensland. Queensland. Yes, yeah. not Avondale that is uh, just down the road from here, but the Avondale that is up there. That's right. And she got the, um, the the quiz correct. The answer, of course, was Rahab. Mm-hmm. Ah, how interesting. Rahab, who was a prostitute uh, who lived in Jericho, and she was the woman who tied a scarlet cord in the window um, so her family could be saved. And uh, she, of course, hid the two spies who were sent out by Joshua at her house and um, yeah, ended up marrying one of them, I think, in the end. Yeah, and her family was the only family saved in that amazing story of Jericho, one of like, a kid's favorite story, really. And an ancestor of Jesus Christ himself. Yes, yes. Rahab the prostitute. Okay, Lyle, I'm so excited about this Bible study. Let's get into it. Okay, so we have been sent a long question. Let me just find it here on my phone. It's uh, from, I think it's from Ian in Ballarat. And he says, I've been given these texts and told that they prove that you go straight to heaven when you die Mm. uh, by a pastor friend of his. Um, a friend who has uh, Faith FM transmission antenna on his roof gave me this question to me. These are the texts. So we've got a list of texts here that supposedly prove that you go straight to heaven when you die. So I thought, well, why don't we read all of these verses? Yeah, because what does happen when you and die? And see what happens. What, what, see what the Bible says. Maybe we should. Maybe we should look at a couple of verses very quickly just to clarify exactly what the Bible says in the clearest possible language about what happens when a person goes what, what happens when a person dies right yes please very curious okay. about this so of course you remember the devil's first lie what was the devil's first lie uh, thou shalt not die yeah thou shalt not surely die that oh. was the first lie that Satan ever told anywhere in the Bible and as a result of that, it's been the most successful lie that he's told ever since then because the whole Bible tells the opposite story. If you go to Ecclesiastes chapter 9, we have this right here in verse 5. The Bible says, For the living know that they will die, but the dead don't know anything. Uh, neither have they any more a reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love, their hatred, their envy is now perished. Neither have they any more a portion forever in anything that is done under the sun. Verse 10, whatsoever your hand finds to do it, do it with your might. Uh, 
For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave where you are going. You could not write it down much clearer than that, could you, Mon? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty clear that nothing The happens. Bible says that when we die, we are going to the graves where we wait for the resurrection. Mm. And, of course, if we go over to the Gospel of John, we can read about this in the Gospel of John. We'll go to John chapter 5. Just a quick Bible study here, and then we'll come back and look some more of this a little bit later. And it says in verse 28, Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the graves, where are they? In the graves. Will hear his voice and will come forth. Well, when does that happen? Those that have done good to the resurrection of life and those that have done evil to the resurrection of damnation. So where does the Bible say that, 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 that the dead are? They're, well, they've got to be in the ground if in they're being the resurrected. Graves, and when do they come back to life? At the end? At the resurrection. At the, yeah, the resurrection. And this is what Jesus taught when Jesus came to, if we go to um, chapter 11, <coughs> when Jesus came to Lazarus, and Lazarus had been dead for uh, four days, and Jesus came to Martha and wanted to comfort Martha. Jesus did not say to Martha, oh, your brother is in heaven. No. I heard that at so many funerals. Yeah, that's, that's not what right. Jesus said. Why don't we follow the example of Jesus? How can you ever go wrong following the example of Jesus? Yeah, true. Uh, Jesus simply said in verse 23, your brother will rise again. And this was after he had told the disciples this, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go so that I can wake him out of his sleep. That's verse 11. The disciples said, Lord, if he's sleeping, he will do well. Albeit Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of rest, taking rest in sleep. So Jesus says, in the clearest language, when you are dead, it is like being asleep, and that the dead will rise again in uh, in the future. And when you're asleep, you're not really participating in anything. That's right. You're now, Martha, of course, had been studying with Jesus for a very long time. She was a very close disciple. And she says, um, in verse 24... I know that he, that's Lazarus, will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. So Jesus is clear the dead are sleeping. He is clear that they will rise again. He does not say your brother is in heaven. He says your brother is sleeping. And Martha is clear that the resurrection will take take place at the last day, not at the point of death. Mm. Can we get it any clearer than this? It's, it's, it's crystal clear. When Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead, Jesus looks at the tomb and says, Lazarus, come forth. Mm-hmm. In other words, come out. Mm-hmm. He does not look up into the sky and say, Lazarus, come down, because Lazarus was not up anywhere where he could come down. He does not look at the ground and say, Lazarus, come up, because Lazarus was not down anywhere where he could come up. He was in a tomb in front of Jesus. It's astounding that it's so clear in the Bible. Like, how did we get it so mixed up in the world? Like, this, I feel like there's uh, Satan's first lie. Oh. Name me a religion on the planet that does not teach that you uh, don't really die. Yeah, they all kind of do that, don't, don't they? They all do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they all do that. Because some variant of it, except for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus does not teach that. The Bible does not teach that. And we oh, need to and be the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, there's, there's, and we're not the only ones by any mm. stretch of the imagination. Um, I met many Christians who are like, yeah, yeah, I've read my Bible, I know this. You see, you've got two choices here. You can have the resurrection or you can have the immortality of the soul. You can't have both because they cancel each other out. 
I mean, How do you have a resurrection at the second coming if you're already alive? Yeah. And to be honest, like... It doesn't make no sense, any sense at all. What the Bible says does kind of open a can of worms because then like the questions they beg to be asked are, well, then what does really happen when you die? And who are all these like ghosts that people are seeing of their dead beloved okay, ones? Okay, okay, okay. Don't, 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 don't go too nah. far on questions <laughs> like that. We have a limited time here this morning. But here's what we would like you to do. We would like you to send us a message, 1-800-324-843, or text us on 0491-064-669, or contact us on any of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, with your follow-up questions for this subject, because this is a really important one. Yeah. Okay, so having established that the Bible is clear, you do not go to heaven when you die, you wait in the grave until the resurrection. Let's now... Look at all of the Bible verses that we have been given and find out whether any of these verses sent in by this pastor uh, have teach that you go to heaven yeah, when you die. Let's do it. Die. I'm excited. Okay, so let's go to Genesis chapter 5 and verse 24 to start with. This is the first one that our pastor friend has sent in. It's like excavating the Bible. <laughs> I love it. Genesis, Genesis 5 and verse 24. The Bible says, And Enoch walked with God... And he was not, for God took him. This is interesting because in every other verse surrounding this, the Bible gives the date or the, 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 uh, the, 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 the lifespan at which the patriarchs died. Mm-hmm. But with Enoch, the Bible says he did not die. God yeah. took him. And if you want clarification of that, you simply go to Hebrews chapter 11, which makes it even clearer. Hebrews chapter 11. And we're going to go to verse 5 where it says this, By faith, Enoch was translated. That means he was taken to heaven without experiencing death. Uh, He was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God translated him. For before his translation, he had testimony to please God. So Enoch was somebody, the Bible is very, very clear, who never died. That's a special case. That is not the norm. This is not what we should expect. The Bible says everybody else dies. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, so the next verse that our pastor friend has sent to us to show us that you um, don't really die, um, 2 Kings chapter 2 and verse 11. 2 Kings chapter 2 and verse 11. Let's see if this one is going to teach us that you don't really die, but the, your ghost or spirit or whatever floats off to heaven. 2 Kings, Second Kings, where are we? Chapter 2. 2 Kings chapter 2, and we will go to verse 11. Uh, the Bible says, and it came to pass, as they still went on and talked. This is, uh, by the way, Elijah mm-hmm. and Elisha. Okay. That behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both between. In other words, the the, the chariot rode between them both. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. So here's my question on this verse, Mon. Okay. Does this verse say that Elijah died? No. Okay. The last verse about Enoch specifically said that he did not die. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas this verse says that... 
um, Elisha was taken up to heaven. There is no record of Eli- sorry, Elijah. There is no record of Elijah's death here, is there? No, not at all. The Bible simply says, and this is what we need to do, rather than reading things into the Bible that we want to be there, we need to read what the Bible says. This is what the Bible says. Yeah. The Bible says a chariot came between Elisha and Elijah. Mm-hmm. And Elijah ended up in the chariot, and the chariot took him to heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, have you ever seen anybody who has died and gone up in a chariot after after they die? I have not, but I would really want to one day. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> okay. But the, the important thing here is the Bible nowhere says that Elijah died. Yeah, it's true. He was simply translated into heaven, uh, maybe a little bit different way, maybe the same way. We don't know how Enoch went there. Uh, maybe he went up in a chariot of fire as well. But Elijah went to heaven without experiencing death. There is no record of his death anywhere in the Bible. There's a record of Elisha's death. He died, but Elijah never did. So there definitely seems to be special cases where people get taken straight to heaven. But the norm seems to be you die. And when they're taken straight to heaven, the key is they don't die. Mm -hmm. You don't die to get to heaven. Yeah. Oh, what about Moses? Uh, what about Moses? Yeah, I am what? so glad you asked. Gotta, gotta make sure you're dotting all your I'm so glad you asked. Okay, so here's what you've got, Mon. Mm-hmm. There are three people, yes. three humans mm-hmm. that are in heaven. Okay. There is Enoch, mm-hmm. who was translated without seeing death. Uh-huh. There, was Eli- there is Elijah, yes. who was taken up in a chariot of fire. And there is Moses, who was resurrected. I think there's more people than that. What about the people that are like the three hundred odd people who got resurrected when and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Again, like, oh, catching on okay, okay. But these are, these are your three main ones. There was yeah, a resu- sure, there sure. was a resurrection that took place. The three with names. There are three with names that there was a resurrection that took place, a special resurrection when Jesus was crucified. We're not going to go into that today. If you want more details on that, you know our number, 1-800-FAITH-FM, and we will answer that on a future question and answer time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Matthew chapter 17 and verse 3 is our next verse. Does this verse teach that you go to heaven the moment you die? Matthew 17 and verse 3. The Bible says this. Why don't you read that one for us, Mon? Matthew 17 and verse... Three. Three is... Oh, here we go. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Okay. Wow. How come Elijah was able to appear? Uh, yeah, you know, a couple of thousand years after... Because he wasn't dead. Because he never died. Yeah. He so was that's an easy one to answer. Elijah never died. In Moses is a different one. Moses was resurrected. Mm-hmm. So Moses didn't float off to heaven... Moses was bodily resurrected, the mm. Bible says. Mm-hmm. There was no ghost floating around anywhere here. Um, in Jude verse 9, Jude chapter 1 and verse 9, there's only one chapter, the Bible talks about Michael the archangel contending with the devil. He didn't dispute about the body of Moses. He did not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke you. And so this is an account of um, God coming down and raising Moses from the dead. And notice here, the issue is not the spirit of Moses. The issue is the body of Moses. 
And so that's how Moses was able to be there on that particular time was because he was resurrected and taken to heaven bodily. It's actually quite heartening to hear that because it's almost like we know it can be done because we've seen it be done. Yeah, and you wonder why Okay, why, why, why was it Moses and Elijah on the Mount of Transfiguration? Well, the, there's a couple of answers to that. First of all, Moses represents all those who have died mm-hmm. and, and will be resurrected. He represents all those who will be resurrected. Elijah represents all those who will still be alive when Jesus comes back. Ah, that's cool. And basically they were there to encourage Jesus and saying, hey, look, you're about to be crucified. It's going to be tough. It's going to be horrible. But the fact that we are alive and we are here is the guarantee it's actually going to work. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is this is proof it's going to work. There are going to be people who are going to survive through until the second coming and there are going to be people who are resurrected. And they, of course, were resurrected on the basis of the promise of the death of Jesus. They could encourage him by saying, think of all the people like me. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So our next verse is Acts chapter 7 and verse 56. Let's see if this verse tells us. And once again, this is one that's been sent through by our pastor friend. Let's see if this verse teaches that you go to heaven as soon as you die. Acts chapter 7, and let's go to... Why don't you read for us verse 56, please, Mum? 56, all the way down to 56. And he told them, Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Okay, we studied this in the book of Acts um, a little while ago. Whereabouts was Stephen when he sees this? Do you remember? God, I don't know where he was, but he was about to be stoned here. No, actually, he was still standing in the court. Oh, he was? Yes. He's still standing in the court. So, Oh, because they drag him out, don't they? Verse 54, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and gnashed on him with their teeth. But he being full of the Holy Spirit, so he's standing in the court in the Sanhedrin. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep. Looked up steadfastly into heaven, saw the glory of Jesus, and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And he says, I behold, I can see Jesus standing on the right hand of God. So he's not dead. Mm-hmm. He's not about to be dead. He's at least half an hour from being dead mm-hmm. when I'd- he has this vision. Yeah, because they have to drag him out of the city. They have to drag him out of the city. They have to tie him up. They have to find a place to uh, throw him down and throw stones at him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It says, and they cried with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord. And then they dragged him out of the city and stoned him. And he kneeled down and, uh, you know, died. Yeah. The Bible says. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you do not have here a situation. Does it say that, uh, that he lived on after his death? No. Does he look into heaven and make this statement after he died? No. No. He's very Not much alive. When he's he's half an hour statement. before he yeah, died yeah, yeah. that this happens. Are people claiming that he was dead at the time? I don't know, but how would you how would you read that verse and, and, and assume from that verse that you go to heaven the moment you die? Because it literally, like a few verses down, it literally just says, you know, they take him out and start to stone him. So it's definitely before he was dead. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And look, think about all the other people. Did you know, Ezekiel had the same vision. John had the same vision. Were they dead? That's strange. I've never heard anyone use this verse to say that Stephen was dead at the time that he was having this vision. He was not dead. Neither was he about to be dead. Well, it depends how you define about. But he wasn't. He hadn't had a rock hit him on the side of the head and stun him, and Mm -mm. you know his 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 life wasn't fading away at this particular point. No, they were very much still having this argument. Yeah. Okay, so the next verse that our pastor friend has sent to us is First Thessalonians chapter three. Now, this one's actually quite obscure. And I had to read it a few times, and I had to run it past our amazing producer, Matushka, and um, to 
to get her to read it for me because I was like, I'm just not quite sure how this one even fits into our subject. But then we, we figured it out, I think. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, and what you've got to ask yourself is this question. Does this verse teach that we go to heaven when we die? It says in verse 11, Now God himself and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way unto you. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. To the end that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. And we sort of scratched our heads and we're going, well, I'm not quite sure why this verse is on the list. Mm. But we kind of came up with this. Maybe they feel that it's because their steps are being directed toward them, these people, and they want to be united with them at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. I'm going to come back to this one in just a moment. Before that, we're going to take a break. We need to have a break, and this is Ali and Leighton with uh, Joshie Song here on Faith FM. Just a little while Deep in the earth For safekeeping Nothing can touch him While he's wrapped safely In the ground The battle's done Now he's sleeping
Welcome back, everybody. That was uh, Ali and Leighton with Josh's song here on Faith FM. And we are doing our question of the day for the Bible study today. We have uh, some list of questions being sent through from a pastor who uh, um, has found some that apparently he feels, believe, teach that you go to heaven when you die. But we haven't found yeah. any that actually say that yet. He sent us a list here. So his question was about, read them all. you know, don't we don't we go to heaven when we die? And so he, let us, he sent us through a long list of verses and we're working our way through this morning. And uh, so far, I haven't actually found any evidence that we do no, go to heaven. None of these the verses. None of these verses teach it. it. Yeah. So, the, and this is not our opinion. We're just looking at the Bible. Yeah. Just read the Bible as it says. The Bible hasn't mentioned anything about going straight to heaven. And this is where it becomes really important to put aside preconceived ideas and come to the Bible with an open mind mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. You know, ask ask the question. Okay, what does it actually say? Does it actually say this? Anyway, when you're going, we're going to continue on in First Thessalonians, and this time we're going to go to chapter 4, and our verses this time begin in verse 13, where it says this, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those which are asleep. Okay, mm-hmm. let's stop there for a moment. Mm-hmm. Who is Jesus talking about when he's talking about those who are asleep? Those who are dead? Those who are dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they're not conscious you know, they're, they're asleep, the Bible says. They're sleeping in the grave. He says that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, so Jesus died and then he rose again, even so those also which sleep in Jesus, God will bring with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the question. Um is God going to, and, and, and some people say, okay, when Jesus comes back at the second coming, he's going to bring a whole bunch of um, um, ghosts with him. Is he going to have a crowd of sleeping ghosts that he's going to be drinking, dragging back to <laughs> earth? Or is it, as it says here, is it comparing it with the resurrection? And this is a prime example of what happens when you read something out of context. Yeah, okay. Let me read it to you in our, uh, in our other translation right here, the NLT. It makes it even clearer. Uh, where it says in uh, chapter 4, right here, verse 13, Now, uh, dear brothers and sisters, we want you to know what will happen to the believers who are asleep, so that you will not grieve like people who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life, so this this is what it's compared to, Jesus' death and resurrection, uh, we also believe that when Jesus returns, God will bring back with him the believers who have died. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus returns... God will bring back with him, back to where? Back to heaven with him. And then it goes on. And in the clearest possible language, this is where context becomes important. It says, uh, it, it continues on, For the Lord himself shall, <coughs> shall uh, sorry, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord will not prevent those which are asleep. Mm-hmm. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. bit hard to do that if you're already in heaven. That's right. A bit pointless putting a ghost back into a body. I mean, yeah. seriously? Yeah, it's weird. You never find that anywhere in the Bible. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Notice that we are commanded to comfort one another with the promise of the resurrection. Mm. So the Bible is abundantly clear that Jesus will return to this earth, he will raise the dead back to life and bring them back to heaven to be with God there, to be with himself. Which is actually, 
It's actually a less painful way to to deal with it, to be honest. Oh, yeah, infinitely less painful. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have relatives up in heaven looking down and, and having to watch you go through the horrors of yeah. you know the end of the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just imagine. I, I couldn't imagine anything even worse. Yeah, actually, the song we just played, um, uh, Joshi's song. It's it's a very sensitive song. It is actually about the death of a baby. But can you imagine if a baby dies and it goes to heaven and its mother is still on earth and his father is still on earth? You know, and he has to. Was weirdly grow up in heaven, like it's, oh, strange. Yeah, it is. Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter five now, and uh, we have a passage here that we're going to look at, and we're going to find out. This one will challenge you, Mon. Let me read one to you. Second Corinthians. Oh, that's First Corinthians. Let me go Second Corinthians chapter five. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse uh, seven and eight. We've been given as our verses here, so we will read those six, six or eight. Sorry. Uh, therefore, we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. Okay. Mm-hmm. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body, body and present with the Lord. Uh, that's weird. We mean absent okay. from the Lord. All right. So once again, context is important. Yes, All please. you have to do I is love go some back. Context right now. All you have to do is go is go back and read the previous verses because Paul describes three. Conditions. Mm-hmm. Okay? Watch this. For we know, this is in verse 1, that our earthly house, that if our earthly house was dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Here Paul is using you know, his typical theological kind of language to describe two different houses. Our earthly house, our heavenly house. Mm-hmm. Our earthly body, our heavenly body. Mm-hmm. And in other places, he describes that uh, that heavenly body as being fashioned like unto Jesus' glorious body. Okay? Yep, gotcha. All right, so we're clear on that. Yep. We continue on. Uh, so we've got two houses, one in heaven, one on earth. Uh-huh. An earthly body, a heavenly body. Uh-huh. Uh, for in this we groan, earnestly desiring, desiring to be clothed with our heavenly body, our mm-hmm. heavenly house, mm-hmm. our house which is from heaven. If so... Being clothed, we will not be found naked. So there's your third condition. You can be clothed with an earthly body, you can be naked, or you can be clothed with a heavenly body. Okay. Does that make sense so yep, far? Yep, yep. Yep. All right. So what would the naked bit be between earthly body and heavenly body? Is that when you're just dead? That's when you're just yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just when you're just dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So that then helps us to explain what it's saying a few verses on down here. Uh, when we go down to verse 6. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, that's our earthly bodies, we're not at at home with the Lord. Yeah. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies for then we'll be at home with the Lord. Mm -hmm. In what? Our heavenly body, our heavenly bodies. obviously, from verse 1, we know that when we're with yeah. the Lord, we'll be in our heavenly body. Makes perfect sense. Of course it makes perfect sense. The key here is simply this. When do we go from having our earthly body to having our heavenly body? Does that take place at the point of death? Mm-hmm. Or does it take place? Yeah, the, the, nobody's arguing about whether we go to heaven or not. Mm. The argument is about when. Paul does not clarify in this passage because he has already clarified it to the Corinthians. If we go back to chapter fourteen, sorry, chapter fifteen, he says it very, very clearly in verse fifty-one. Behold, I show you a mystery: we shall not all sleep. Sorry, <coughs> we shall not all sleep. 
Not everyone's going to die before Jesus comes back. He says, but we all will be changed. Mm. So not, you know, well, when's that going to happen? When does the change happen? When do we receive the heavenly body? When do we change from the earthly body to the heavenly body? Ah, we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at, what's this? Not the point of death. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what the Bible says. But at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. The Bible says that will take place at the last trump. The last trumpet. That last trumpet sounds when Jesus returns. Mm. We go from our earthly body to our heavenly body when Jesus returns. The Bible, that's what the Bible teaches from one end to the other. It does not teach anything different. We're going to cover more verses here. Uh, maybe we'll do them for question time tomorrow. But right now, we're going to listen to uh, Lady Love Smith and Regis Smith.
Welcome back with Question of the Day. We have The quiz has been long snapped up. Yep. By Jasmine. Congratulations, Jasmine. Prize coming your way. And uh, we are continuing on today with our big question that came through. It had nine verses in it. Yes, we love a good question of the day and we love it when they're yeah. big questions. So not don't quite, be afraid. I'm not quite sure how someone expected me to get through nine verses in six minutes. But anyway. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask us big questions. But let's yeah, keep I love going. It. Absolutely. So we've got two more verses left. We're going to hit these ones pretty quickly. And here we go. Luke chapter 23 and verse 43. The Bible says to G- Jesus says to the thief on the cross. Okay. Mm-hmm. Truly, truly, I say unto you. Today, you will be with me in paradise. So we're going to do that one, Mon. Well, sounds like he's going to paradise. Okay, sounds like he's got a point on this one, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Who else is going to paradise that day? Uh, Jesus. You will be with me me in paradise. paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't don't miss that. It's an important point. It sounds worth. It sounds like it might have just blown apart your argument here. <laughs> okay, it uh, it could do. All right. So let me tell you a little bit of uh, trivia in relationship to Bible translation. Oh, go because on. the question is: Are these mistranslation? No, it's not a mistranslation. The words are all there. Mm-hmm. The New Testament was written in Greek, in all capital letters, with no spaces between the words, and no punctuation marks. Oh, really? Yeah. So when the translators came along to translate it, they had to put the punctuation in there. Oh. So there's two, ways of, there's two ways of putting the punctuation in here, and we need to use the Bible, yeah, and, and different translations will place it. I just read it from the King James Version. But other translations will translate it differently. Yeah. So you've got to use the Bible to actually define which one is the correct translation. Uh-huh. All right. So... You can have it this way. And Jesus said unto him, Truly I say unto you, Today shall you be with me in paradise. Mm-hmm. That's one you shall version. be with me in paradise. That's one version. Mm-hmm. Or you can read it this way. Truly I say unto you today, You will be with me in paradise. Man, one little pause. So many different Makes all the yeah, difference yeah. in the world, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Truly I say unto you, Today you will be with me in paradise. Or truly I say unto you today, you will be with me in paradise. It's the same as me saying to you, hey, Lyle, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you today we're going to go to Fiji. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, 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 what do you mean, Mon? Are mm-hmm. you telling me this today that we're going to Fiji? Or I'm telling you that today we're going to Fiji? Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so very, very simply, we have to ask ourselves the question, was Jesus telling the thief that he would be in paradise that day with him? Or was Jesus telling the thief that on that day he had secured salvation well, and he would be in paradise. If you look at the rest of the Bible, it's inconsistent that the Lord would be taking him to paradise that same self same day. It's a little bit hard when Jesus never went there. Yeah, y- oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so go to John because John is going to tell you which is the correct uh, way of um, putting the punctuation in this passage. John, and we will go down to chapter 20 and verse 17. This is now on Sunday after Jesus has died. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he has now been resurrected from the dead. And he meets Mary Magdalene, the very, very first person that he meets on this Sunday morning. Would you like to read for us verse 17, please? Don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father. No, stop there. So on Sunday morning, what has Jesus not done? He hasn't gone and seen... He hasn't been to the Father. He hasn't hasn't been to heaven. He hasn't gone to paradise. No. Has not been there. No, he hasn't. He's been, you know, in the grave like everybody else Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who's dead. Um, So it's very, very clear that Luke chapter 23 should be translated, Truly I say unto you, 
today, you will be with me in paradise. Mm-hmm. Truly I say unto you today, mm-hmm. you'll be with me in paradise. That's a very, very simple one. Easy to deal with. Very easy. Yeah. Our last passage is Revelation chapter 7 and verse 14. Is there a passage in the Bible? Can our pastor friend find us one that teaches that you go to heaven when you die? You know, there are over 1,700 uh, references to the word spirit and the word um, soul in the Bible. And not a single solitary one says that they are immortal. Wow. In fact, the Bible says in the clearest language, the soul that sins, it will die. Whoa. Yes. Okay. Uh, Revelation chapter 7 and verse 14, the Bible says, And I said unto him, So you know. And he said, These are those which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. And we've just seen this great uh, multitude back in verse 9 out of all nations, kindred, tongues and people standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Let me ask you a question, Mon. Mm -hmm. When we get to heaven, Mm -hmm. will there be a great multitude of people? Yes. Yeah. When we get to heaven, uh, will they have come out of great tribulation? Yep. And washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, does this verse say that they go to heaven the moment they die? No, it doesn't say anything about that. It has nothing to do with the timing of when they go there. It simply says that they are there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bible is very, very clear that when Jesus comes back, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of the archangel, the trumpet of God, the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. The Bible is crystal clear. That when Jesus comes back and read the last chapter of Second Timothy, Paul's testimony before he died, crystal clear that when Jesus comes back, the resurrection will take place and we will be united in heaven. This happens at the second coming, not at the point of death.
listening to Sovereign Grace with Alas and Did My Saviour Bleed and of course he bled and died for you and I. We have sadly come to the end of our breakfast show. Kind of sad at this end of the show because we, we, we love you guys, we miss you guys but we are certainly looking forward to have you uh, back here on the show again but this is that part of the show where the happy part is that we get to give something away and we always like to uh, you know have something Fantastic to give away, and today we have chosen something that goes along with the Bible study, which was actually question of the day, which went all day long. It was and a big the, one. It was a big one. Not all day, but uh, all through the Bible study. All our Encounter with God section was question of the day. So if you've got some big questions, don't be scared to hand them in. We love to tackle the hard parts of the Bible right here. I hand them all over to Mon. Um, <laughs> okay, so our uh, our giveaway for today, Mon, what have you got there? We have a wonderful book. It's called Secrets Beyond the Grave, and it's written by Pastor Dwight Hall. And this is a wonderful book that definitely uh, it, it goes over and, and more in depth the Bible study that we did today. And uh, Secrets Beyond the Grave has straightforward answers to questions, you know, about where do people go? You know, are people happy? Are they safe? Are you, how can we sh- be sure they're not in hell? Could people visit us from the grave? And how do we know whether you know ghostly spirits, whether or not they have good motives, whether or not they have bad motives, what's going on there, because there is a lot of confusion surrounding this topic, you know, which we've seen today, you know, afterlife stories, they're so varied, Hollywood and television, they're all putting like their own spin on it, so this is a wonderful book to give you um, truth that is grounded in the teachings of Jesus, grounded in the Bible, and uh, if you call now, be the first person to call through on 1-800-FAITH-FM, it's 1-800-324-843, you can get a copy of Secrets Beyond the grave. And of course, if you have a Bible verse, if you can find someone some somewhere that says we go to heaven when we die, please send it through. We would love to discuss it right here on Faith FM. We want to read the whole Bible and not leave anything out. That is our goal 
and keep listening. We have some more great programming coming up. Call right now so you can get that free offer.
Thank you.